0: Surviving and walking in your purpose. Today's guest has an amazing story of what it means to be outlasting. Please welcome to our show Deborah Williams. Deborah, welcome. Thank you so much. So, Deborah, share with our audience who is Deborah Williams? I am a mother, I am a Christian,
1: I am a minister, I am a therapist. I am whoever a person needs at the time that they need me. Mm-hmm.
0: That is who I am. That is wonderful. That sounds like a lot. You know, yes. A lot. <laughs> so tell us, share with our audience your survival story. I am originally from Jamaica. Mm-hmm. I moved here to the
1: United States in the year 2000 to attend the University of North Florida. and. When I moved here to the U.S., my story was just beginning, but for me, surviving has been a part of my life since I can remember myself. Surviving being the daughter of a notorious drug dealer in Jamaica and having to go through the loss of home and even the parts of families because of the separation, but through it all, being able to still be grounded and strong and then finding this ability to continue to go on in spite of and living life with many people not knowing what it is that I had gone through. Coming here to the US was a blessing to be able to attend university, but we came here with nothing, Mm -hmm. absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. And we came here just because I got the scholarship to come here to school and to build from that up was a survival in itself too. Uh, Being the eldest of the children for my mother, I always felt the responsibility to take on certain roles and helping our family to stay afloat and stay surviving without having to necessarily let people know what Mm -hmm. was happening. So learning the ability to adapt and not wearing your struggles but being able to go on and to do what you need to do in order to continue. Thinking you're making the right choices, Mm -hmm. you make certain choices in life, not thinking of what could happen because Mm -hmm. you're not planning for those things to happen. But during the time, I ended up getting married and thinking I was marrying into a person that was meant for me, that I Mm -hmm. believed that... Was the person I was to be with, and thinking, okay, now I have the ability to start afresh. Was that after you left Jamaica? Yes, this was. How old were you when you came? I came to to the states when I was eighteen. Okay. And it was right after graduating with my bachelor's degree that I met my then husband, Mm -hmm. and that we were going to be doing a lot of plans and work for the Lord, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and. The next stage was the loss of a marriage. Mm -hmm. And before the loss of the marriage was almost the loss of my life. In bringing life into the world, I almost lost my life when I had my son. So it's just different stages of learning to survive. So when I say that I outlasted, it was so many things that came into my life Mm -hmm. that should have been an ending point for me. But instead of it being an ending point, it became... A new stepping
0: stone for me to go forward. You talked about being the daughter of a drug dealer in Jamaica. Yes. Um, So your upbringing may have been shaped by that and then going from that up until the time you were 18 and then coming to the States So do you think your selection of a mate had something to do, perhaps, with the upbringing? Absolutely. Being raised in a household with where that
1: was a situation, the blessed thing was that I had no clue Mm. until it came out in the news after he was arrested. So I didn't have to grow up in the shadow of knowing Knowing this. It was just when... He was arrested. That's when that information came out. But it did definitely shape who I looked for in a mate because all I could think is, I want the furthest thing mm, from, from that. that. Because I saw the impacts of what it had to my family. I saw the impact of what it had on me mm-hmm. as, a, as a young lady growing up. I saw the impact that it had on my mother and what mm-hmm. a marriage looked like to me. I said, I would not have that happen to me Mm -hmm. or to my children. So it Mm -hmm. definitely shaped who I looked for in a mate. And I believed when I made the decision that it was the best decision
0: at the Mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. And in making those decisions, we're not always conscious of what's leading us in that direction. As you said, we think we're making the best decision based on what we know based on our experiences, based on what we've been through, then we make those choices. And having had more information, we might have made a different choice, but based on what we know, we make choices. And again, those might not always be the best choices for our life long term. Yes. But you were able to, even after making that choice, you were still able to come out of that situation and survive. You also talked about losing your marriage and then almost losing your life in the birth of a child and all of those things are very traumatic things to have happen to anybody what do you think caused you to be able to survive all of that what was the catalyst or a thing or the person that helped you to survive with each stage of my life
1: the two pieces that always remained constant was my faith Mm -hmm. And was my mother. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: She is the first woman that I ever saw surviving. Mm -hmm. And in her surviving, she did it with grace. She did it with excellence. Mm -hmm. And so to me, I always grew up with the idea if she could do it, then I can do it. And the one thing that came from everything is. Divorce is terrible, mm-hmm. it impacts children terribly. I understand that having come from that divorce. broken family, yes, ma- marriage, and now I understood it from a spousal perspective. Mm-hmm. And many times I realized that, especially as women, when you go through a divorce, it is a loss of an identity, yes, because you identified yourself as that wife, yeah, said wife. and so when that divorce is finalized, it feels like a part of you has died. And that's what it felt like for mm-hmm. me. Especially in situations where you as the woman didn't want it. Right. It was brought upon by mm-hmm. the other party. Mm-hmm. And I found that that just wasn't my feeling. That as I interacted with other women who have gone through divorces and who have gone through those situations of broken relationships with an intimate partner, that because they identified with that
0: Then that identity is gone. That identity was gone. Who am I now? Exactly. Now that I'm no longer his wife, who am I? Yes. And at that stage, you have to try and redefine your life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you were able to still come out of that and still have a good life. Um, We're going to come back and give you an opportunity to share with us what you're doing now. Welcome back to our show. Deborah, please tell us, why was it important for you to share your story now?
1: With everything that has gone on in my life, the one thing that I noticed is people always feel that they're alone Mm. in their struggle. And I felt that way when I was going through. And by opening up, I realized there are others who have gone through. And they sometimes just need to know that they are Mm -hmm. not alone in their struggle. And we can share with each other what has helped us to get to the points that we are.
0: You know, I'm a firm believer that the things that we go through and survive, those things are not for us. Those things are for us to use as a testimony to help someone else. Because somebody else is going through the exact same or similar circumstances Mm -hmm. as yourself. And they don't know that they can survive. They don't know that they can have a better life on the other side. So by sharing your story, it is helping someone else. And it's also helping to create empathy in the minds of others. You know, we are sometimes so judgmental because we don't know the story. But if you begin to understand some of the things that people have been through, it can help you to be empathetic to someone else. So thank you so much for sharing your story with us. So Deborah tell us what is next for Deborah. What are you doing now? What do you have going on? Well, I have a doctorate in Christ, clinical Christian psychology
1: and what I've been able to do is to start doing private practice to work with just a myriad of different people with different situations, but mainly interesting the The referrals that I've gotten have been for couples. And so being able to help these couples through Mm. their struggles and seeing marriages saved has been such a blessing. I've also been able to start a ministry called Mended Hearts Ministries, where we focus on people who come in with broken hearts or broken situations and helping them to heal. Because we shouldn't be ashamed of our scars. Our scars are reminders of where we come from and being able to share that with others so that's why I specifically called it Mended Hearts Mm. Ministries because just as Jesus had the scars to show us where he came from we can use our scars to help build other people
0: and that's the value of experiences because when you you talk to people sometimes they don't understand if you've not been where I've been you can't relate but when you can say to someone I know how you feel, because I felt that. I know where you've been because I've been there. I know what you've been through because I was there. Mm -hmm. People can relate to what's real and what's genuine. And it's those experiences that God uses to help others. And I believe that that's why, and I know he doesn't cause things to happen in our lives, but for whatever reason, he allows those things to happen. But when we come out on the other side, we come out stronger, stronger, we come out better, and we come out with real-life experiences yes. that we can then take and turn around and use to help someone else. Absolutely. And it's so important that we share these stories and these experiences because there are people that need help, yes. and they don't know where to go. Absolutely. So, Deborah, tell us how we can get in touch with you and your ministry. Do you have a website, or is there a phone number that you can give to our audience? Absolutely. To
1: get in contact with me, you can call Mm 904-570-9079. That will reach both to me for counseling services as well as to our ministry. And just to connect with what you're saying the word says in revelations that we overcome the enemy by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony testimony. so the testimony is necessary if these things didn't happen in my life I wouldn't be the woman the mother the minister and the counselor that I am today so although it hurts and I would never wish this on my well, worst anybody. enemy. Yes, it was necessary. And the Bible also says that all things all work things. together for good to those who love God. And so I just thank God every day that though I hate the process, mm. I thank you for the results, the results and for the destination because it has made me who I am today.
0: Deborah, what a powerful testimony! Thank you. And I'm so grateful to hear that you are using those experiences in ministry. That's what we've been called to do. Deborah, thank you so much for sharing your story with our audience. We know that it's going to bless someone. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Next, we're going to hear from Life Coach LaRonda Howard. Welcome back to our show. We are here with my We Are Women in Business sister, Christian Life Coach LaRonda Howard. LaRonda, welcome to
2: our show. Thank you, Coach Gigi.
0: LaRonda, after listening to Deborah's story, Mm -hmm. she had an amazing story of just the ability to survive, going through many different trials. As a life coach, and I know you've seen some -hmm. of these things, what would be your take on her story?
2: Wow, she did have an incredible story. I can personally relate as someone that is divorced with a little one, a toddler. So it hit home for me, as mm-hmm. she was talking about her story. Mm-hmm. And, you know, helping other individuals, um, as you know, as a coach yourself, that, you know, we're helping people get unstuck. It is a process. Yes. And so we just hold their hand and walk them through those processes as they're making um, those steps forward in life. So, that's what I would tell, you know, it's it uh, one step at a time, mm-hmm. and it is a process. Mm-hmm.
0: One of the things that she said mm-hmm. was that she found out that there were lots of other women that have gone through the yes. same or similar circumstances, mm-hmm. but that they felt like they were alone. Yes. And that's the power of sharing the story.
2: Definitely. You know,
0: lots of times we live in silos mm-hmm. yes. where we feel isolated and we feel like we're the only one. Yes, in sharing the story, we realize that there are things that we mm-hmm. all have in common, a lot of the yes. same emotions, a yes. lot of the same feelings mm-hmm. that we share that we can use mm-hmm. to help each other, to help yeah. one mm-hmm. another. Mm-hmm. And that's the value of coaching yes. because it helps people to understand mm-hmm. that they're not alone, Yes, that, that we have so. commonalities. Yes. And as we begin to share with others, mm-hmm. you know, the good thing is that we don't look like what we've been through on the mm-hmm. outside. Yes. But because we don't look like what we've been through, others don't know
2: until we tell them, until we share yes. our stories Very with them. True.
0: So it's really powerful that she is willing to share her story mm-hmm. in order to help someone else. Yes. Um, it's wonderful to know mm-hmm. that there are people that are willing to share their story. Yes. And, you know, lots of times those stories are very painful, you know, very difficult to have gone through and even difficult to rehash in talking about it all over again because it puts you right back in that place. Mm -hmm. But there's so much power in being able to share those stories Mm -hmm. When you get to the place where you can share that story, yes. that's when you know that healing has taken mm-hmm. place, that deliverance has come, yes. and those are the things that we need to use to
2: help others. Definitely. I totally agree. Um, it sets you free. Like you say. You, you can help others because you relate. They see that you're genuine, like as she shared her story, very genuine, very transparent, and that's mm-hmm. what people want. That's what people yeah. need It's like individuals that don't mind sharing that part of themselves like you said that unless you they tell you you wouldn't know. You don't know. You, you don't would know. not have any idea and so it, it was a powerful story.
0: And that powerful. authenticity. Mm-hmm. People relate to what's yes. real.
2: Very much. You so know, much. you
0: can't tell me that you understand mm-hmm. if you've never been through exactly. what I've been through. Exactly. But when you can say to me I know mm-hmm. because I was there. Exactly. People can receive that. Yes. They're more open
2: yes, they are. to the
0: help. They and are. you can tell them that you have had that experience mm-hmm. as well. Yes. So it's very important that we get to a place mm-hmm. where we can share our story yes. to be willing to help someone else.
2: Definitely. I 100% agree.
0: LaRonda, mm-hmm. thank you so thank much for coming you. to our show. Thank you. We'll be back in just a moment with closing thoughts. In listening to Deborah's story, it is important to remember that there are millions and millions of survival stories out there. In sharing her story, she was able to allow people to have a glimpse into what her life was like and how she was able to go through the things that she went through and come out on the other side stronger and better. It's in telling the story that we get to have empathy for one another and have a better understanding of the circumstances and situations that come as a part of life. We know that bad things happen to good people all the time, but those bad things don't have to be the end. That is only a part of the story. There is always life. There is always opportunity for things to turn around and for things to get better. So for those of you that may be dealing with some of the same circumstances or situations, keep in mind that there is hope and there is help available to you. Please take advantage of some of the resources that are being offered on our show. Feel free to contact us on Facebook or on YouTube to get more information. There is help and hope for any person that's going through any circumstance or situation. Thank you for watching our show.